When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Kolb Strong Power Podcast with your host, Jimmy Kolb. It is my pleasure to share my knowledge here with you on all things powerlifting, equipped lifting, and competing. Each week, I'll be answering your questions, sharing my training tips, with heavy emphasis on bench pressing. Hello and welcome to episode 8. Thank you for tuning in. It is another glorious day for bench pressing heavyweights. This is a Q&A Saturday. And today's topic is all about staying healthy while lifting heavy. I have five questions here I'm going to answer in regards to that. You got to keep in mind if you want to do this sport for a long time, you got to have longevity. Got to keep your mind and your body uh, nice and healthy uh, so you can do this and enjoy this sport for a very long time. So let's go ahead and get to it. Kicking off with question number one is Do you ever have joint pain? And if you do, how do you treat it? I don't get joint pain anymore. I used to get joint pain a lot when I was younger. I think a lot of it had to do more with me being stubborn. I would uh, hit the weights real heavy. I'd start to get sore. I didn't care. I would keep pushing and keep pushing, and uh, uh, the pain got worse. And eventually, I had to break down and take a break. I had to take some time off and just heal and let the let the pain go away. And uh, you know, so li- listen to your body. Um, right now, I don't suffer from any kind of joint pain. I'm very fortunate for that. I don't know if it's just. Uh, training very slow, progressing very slow, but I, I, I do have a very good knack at listening to my body, knowing what's going on, knowing the difference between good pain and bad pain. I've experienced it all, so I can uh, tell the difference. And then you couple that with the fact that I'm a geared competitor, and uh, the gear is actually there to help protect your body and help you uh, uh keep from getting injured. So, you know, keep that in mind too. The gear is not just uh, to lift more weights. The original design of bent shirts and squat suits was to keep lifters from having pain, blowing out their joints and ripping their pecs and blowing out their quads and what have you. So uh, do keep that in mind. Question number two is tips on shoulder mobility or mobility in general. Well, since we're talking bench pressing, I will speak on shoulder mobility. Uh, a lot of the things I do for shoulder mobility and overall health, I get these ideas from Donnie Thompson. You go check out his Instagram at Storage Shed. He has some seriously good information on shoulder health, uh, body tempering, pretty much the entire, from top to bottom, the whole body. In particular with the shoulders, you have to keep in mind the reason why shoulders get injured so easy is because the joint, the very shallow ball and socket joint it has a range of motion unlike anything else any other joint in the entire body now you do want to keep the shoulder healthy i've spoken on the, on this a few times um i and like i said i don't believe that doing heavy heavy overhead weights has any real benefit to bench pressing heavy weights as far as mobility goes i do a lot of traction movements with bands again you can reference go look at donnie thompson's page you can see a lot of what he does for the shoulders uh, is what i'm speaking of Um, i I like doing kettlebell swings 
I like doing my plate halos, um, a lot of light shoulder movements, just keeping blood in the area, keeping the joint moving and not really bench pressing and then keeping the joint still. I like to keep the joint moving and that is seemingly what has helped me over all these years. And now we have question number three, which is how do you know if pain is normal or if it's an injury? So a lot of people, I, I'm a hypochondriac by nature. I really am. I, I feel a, a pinch or a twinge somewhere. Oh my God, I tore my pec. Oh, my lats ruptured. It, it just, you know, completely over the top way of thinking. Um, I can't, I mean, I've kind of grown out of it over these years. Um, so, you know, all of us experience pain. If you wanted to choose a sport where you're not going to be in pain often, you're SOL. I told my wife here recently that I spend probably between 90 to 95% of all my time every day in some sort of pain, chronic pain, back, chest, triceps, shoulders, anything, lower back, even my legs. You know, being a bench only guy, sometimes I got pain in my legs. Um, so she just found that out after all these years being together. So, um, no, no, you should, you should know the difference between good pain and bad pain. Obviously muscle pain is normal. Uh, if you have pain in an area that is abnormally high, I always tell people, Hey, look for discoloration, look for redness, uh, look for swelling. That could be a sign that you've strained something, that you've pulled something. Maybe you had a minor tear in the belly of the muscle if you have discoloration, so keep that in mind. And generally speaking, I usually tell some of my guys, and I keep this in mind for myself, if I am not crippled by the pain, if I am able to walk just fine and function every day, it's probably normal. Handling these kind of poundages on a normal basis, you're going to have pain. You're going to have pains in your joints, in your in your and your muscles. Sometimes even in my head, I get a lot of headaches from what I'm doing. That's probably not a good thing, but uh, you know I'm I'm fine right now, so we're just gonna keep going with it. Uh, so definitely listen to your body. You have to know the difference. You need to pay attention and look for all those warning signs. Like I mentioned, discoloration, swelling. Uh, pain that's going to keep you from living a normal day-to-day -day life is probably something you need to pay attention to. So moving on now to question number four, how do you warm up? And again, we're talking bench pressing, right? So how do I warm up for big bench presses? Uh, a lot of people are sometimes shocked. I don't know if they're offended. I'm not sure what's going on. But I always start with the empty bar. It doesn't matter if I'm going up to, you know, mid-range weight, mid weights, six, 700 pounds, or if I'm going up to 1,100, 1,200 pounds on the bench. I start with the empty bar. I'll do generally to start my first set with a wide grip, about 20 to 25 reps. Little pumps, full range reps, little pumps, full range reps, right? Trying to get a lot of blood in the area, loosen up. I'll rack it, I'll wait a few minutes, and then I will take the empty bar for a second set of 20, 25 but I'll take a narrow grip on the bar. This is to more get my elbows and triceps warmed up. Depending on the day, I will jump to 95 pounds, a quarter on each side. I'll do that for a bunch of reps. And at this moment, I'm using a wide grip. I'm trying to get a lot of my pec and shoulder muscles and tie-ins and tendons all nice and warm. I'll jump to one plate, then two plates, three plates, four, five, Six, after that, I'll generally gear up. Uh, I make big jumps once I get my shirt on. 
once I get my shirt on, I'll usually do what I call my break-in set. So after I put my shirt on, I get it set. I usually take around, oh, somewhere between 750, 850. I'll take it out. I'll do a couple of half Z reps with it, just you know, little half reps, just to get the shirt set more than it could be just by having my training partners and my wife pull on it to get it set in place. After that, I make the big jumps to go over a grand, over 1100, what have you, depending on what the goal of the day is. But I always start very slow with the bar. I make very small jumps, get a lot of blood in the area. Once I'm sure my muscles are nice and warm, lots of blood's flowing around, once I put my gear on, I know I'm pretty much safe and good to go to the heavyweights. And now, finally, we have question number five. It's more of a statement and a question, so here we go. You said you don't bench raw because it's dangerous. How so? Great question. So basically, I am a geared competitor. I love benching in gear. I love equipped lifting. I think it's awesome. I've been watching it since I was a kid. Um, that is what I love to do. That's how I want to do it. You know, and you got to remember, raw guys do not compete with geared lifters and vice versa. Okay? I respect both ends of the sport equally. And for one side to hate on the other, to me, is childish and stupid, so I don't get involved in it. I respect both. They're both equally awesome. They both have their own challenges, different challenges, you know what I mean? So it's depending on, you know, what you want to do. Do you want to be a raw lifter? Be a raw lifter. You want to go equipped? Go equipped. I don't bench raw because of the risks involved. I'm talking heavy max effort raw. I do raw warm-ups. I do raw board work. I do a lot of not shirted training to develop my shirted bench. But in terms of the full range max effort raw bench, I do not do that very often. Um, because for one, I I do not want to risk the injury doing something in the gym that I don't even compete in. If I hurt myself going raw in the gym, now I can't compete at all. Okay, so that's the biggest thing. The other reason too is for me being a geared competitor only, for me, trying to develop my full range, one rep max, Let's just say an easy number if you bench 300 and you increase your range, your full range, this is the full range bench. You'll go from 300 to 350. You will see some carryover to the shirted bench. You have gotten stronger. You will have some carryover. That is, that is correct. But very sport specific speaking, I'm going to get more carryover by increasing, let's just say my three or four board three or five rep max uh, raw. Or if I can increase my 20 rep max on the three inch pin press or so, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get a lot more carryover doing the things I do that I, you know, with the boards and the rack, rack lockouts and these variations. That's going to have more effect on my shirted bench than is going from a raw number X to the next raw number X, you know, okay? So that's why I don't raw bench. I have no interest in it. Um, I don't plan on competing raw. I love shirted benching. That's what I want to do. I need to stay injury-free. You hear people tearing their pecs, blowing out their shoulders. When does this usually happen? It's during a raw bench. 
I give it all the respect in the world to the guys who do it all the time. It's risky, too risky for me. To say that I will never compete raw would be a complete lie. Perhaps someday I'll get into a training routine, uh, do a training cycle, and try and get a raw bench in someday. I don't know. Right now, being having recently joined the 1,000-pound bench club, I'm kind of more focused on increasing that number, chasing the next big thing. So that is why I do not raw bench press right now. It's a little risky for me, and I want to continue competing in the part of the sport that I love. So there we go. Those are the five questions that I have answers for on how to stay healthy while lifting really heavy weights. I hope this is a help to you. I hope you gained something from this podcast episode. Uh, I really enjoy having you all here. I'm glad you're tuning in. I really appreciate that. So if you could, please subscribe to this podcast. Maybe tell your fellow powerlifters what's going on. Tell them about the podcast. Have them tune in. Okay, go give me a follow on Instagram at at Colbstrong. Check out the show notes for links to ask questions that you would want me to answer in future episodes. You'll also find the link to Patreon, an online community where I'm going to share more content that you're not going to find anywhere else. Go check that out. Please have a fantastic day. Thank you very much.